Welcome to the Throw It Back Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Throw It Back Pod and now on YouTube at Throw It Back Pod. And we're back again, Jason. Or Goose. <laughs> wow, so now I'm dead? <laughs> Are you Tom Cruise's character? Sure. I don't know. I am. It's 55 degrees, Jason. It might as well be Christmas. Yeah, I guess my wingman is Santa Claus. I don't <laughs> fucking know what that's all about. But it all might right. as well be Christmas out because it's 55 and windy. To you. On this is a, this, this is, beautiful this night. spring bake weather to me, man. <laughs> so tonight, we're doing something special. We're doing the top five scariest athletes. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I, have any, I don't know why I knew you were going to do I don't that. have any scary sounds. Uh, we're drinking blood as well. Yeah, we're drinking blood. Cheers to episode 21. Salute. Mm. This is... That's a good wine. Bonfi? Yeah. Chianti Reserve? Correct. Good stuff. That's delicious. Yeah. Are you ready for this, Jason? Let's rock, bro. You can kick it off. All right. The top five scariest athletes. Starting with number five. This is any sport. I don't have any baseball players. I'm going to ruin that for you right now. That's a shame. Number five. Michael Jordan. Okay. Because he just completely would take over. He's a closer. Yeah, he like he took it, things personal and ran with it. Yeah, that documentary series is actually <laughs> great because he would make shit up yeah. <laughs> about players just to get just to get himself more motivation. It which was is awesome. great. Yeah. It was awesome. So that's number five for me. This is all time, any sport. All right. Number four, Lawrence Taylor. LT. All right, you can talk about him because he was actually my, I believe, number four or three. So, okay, mm -hmm. well, let's, let's expand. So we'll hit on that one. I mean, well, you, uh, you saw him play. I, yeah, I was going to say I'm a little bit older. So I, <laughs> I've just seen tapes. There has to be something said for a man who figuratively changed the game. You had to game plan for him differently. He's the first person that Madden said he ever saw a defensive player change the game. Like he said, uh, uh, I want to say, like, Belichick was his defensive coordinator when he was first drafted. So talk about, like, just having a new toy to work with. Oh, yeah. Him and Parcells, they would just, they figured out ways to line him up differently, like to make him rush off the edge and sometimes up the gut, which you never saw a linebacker do. Going yeah. to coverage, like, it was just like, it was a new breed. This was, this was a new thing. He turned into a player dominant, <laughs> fearful, and just uh, changed the game because of that. I thought, I, I got. I had him in my top five as well. All right, so good. We we agree on that. Lawrence Taylor. I mean, yeah, scary. The original, the OG LT, not Ladainian. Not Ladainian Thompson. No, little no offense. Number three, Mike Tyson. Okay, no shame in that. Super scary. I think he could still beat the shit out of people <laughs> today. I remember <laughs> watching him when I was growing up. He was the first heavyweight that got all the buzz, and I. To this day, I still have never seen the same combination of speed, quickness, and power. Oh, yeah. Just a fucking tank. Yeah. Just, a, I mean, it, and in terms of like the scariest, scariest players or scariest people in sports, you could see how feared some of the people he were going up against were. Like, they, it was pure intimidation. It was fantastic. It was so much fun to watch. And, dude, when he was up and coming, just beat the shit out of some guys. I mean, like, the, the no-names. I <laughs> yeah, mean, like, yeah. Like, it, it was just... So deservedly in this top five. 100%. Scariest I didn't athletes. put him in there, but I have my reasons. You'll, you'll understand so why. So he's an honorable mention for you. He's number three for me. Number two, more modern football, Ray Lewis. Okay. All right. 
Ray Lewis, to me, was the modern-day Lawrence Taylor. The either. linebacker position is uh, now you, you got two out of the first four. Or your top. Yeah. Now it's it's not nearly as you, you know, the, the shame of The shame of the linebacker position, or defensive general, and we've talked about this, is if you go back and watch tape of the 85 Bears defense or the 2000 Ravens defense, all those hits are considered illegal today. <laughs> like, I know. like you'll say, like you'll be watching that. You'd be like, well, that's a late hit. Oh, he's leading with a helmet. Oh, that's definitely roughing the passer. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, all, it's all, it's like, all different back then. It was, it was a whole, totally even different when, game, bro. Even when they won the Super Bowl in 2013, 2012, whenever that was, Ray Lewis was like still playing still like an stud. animal. Still a stud. So that's why he's so high on my list because he just, it, it you had to game plan around that. Yeah, similar to LT. Yeah, you had a game plan around that. And he, I saw more of Ray Lewis play. That's why, obviously. But. And that defense, by the way, you had Ray Lewis in the middle. Ed Reed. Yeah, and you had Ed him. Reed behind him. So, I mean, talk about a fucking defense. Yeah. Man. Jesus. Yeah. Awesome. Ray Lewis, number two. Number one. Are you ready? Mm. You have any guesses on who this could be? Uh, is it homebound? It's a basketball player. <laughs> I thought it's that not, would give it away. It's not LeBron. It's no. not Steph. It's a, he's retired. Okay. Um, give me a team. Uh, he played for four or five different teams. Maybe even more than that. Give me something, Dick. <laughs> All right. He won multiple championships. Wow. What a, wait if I say the team, it's going to... Uh, how about... Uh, uh, give me position. Center. Okay. That should have given it away. <laughs> wait, wait. Bill Russell? Uh, no. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain? No, after that. <sighs> Hakeem. Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> Number one scariest athlete on my list, Shaquille O'Neal. He was a fucking bull. A force yeah. to be reckoned with. And it's just like, again, changed everything. Like, yeah, they had big guys back in the day, but Shaq was just a dominant. If he could actually shoot from beyond force. four feet, he would have been think the best made, player of all time. I think he made one career three-pointer <laughs> in his whole career, and that was when he was with the Magic. <laughs> you're so his right. rookie season. <laughs> you're right. You're right about scary. I scary I, went to LSU. By the went way, to LSU your team. Um, yes, I remember. You're right because when he came onto the court, he's just so much bigger than everybody. He was he was King Kong, and everyone else was just miniatures. It, like he just all you had to do was back him down. He would just back people down and yeah. just and and his his dunks were just. And there's furious. so many tapes of him like just mowing over people. They would get so pissed. It's like you couldn't stop being. him. You can't him stop ripping him. the stanchion down on the goal. You couldn't stop him. I was watching. So, I was watching that live when it happened. It's insane. It's it's <clears> insane. <throat> I uh, he was playing for the Heat that year towards the end. Yeah, yeah, and they came here, but he wasn't playing. That was the only opportunity. So I never saw him play in never person. Never saw him live. I don't think I ever have either. Never saw him play in. That person. would have been interesting just because of how how massive how diminutive he was. everyone else is compared to him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my top five, Jason. Shaq, number one. All right. I can respect your top five. I, I think it's a reasons. respectful top five. I have five. my reasons for my top five. I will start off with number five. I did throw one baseball player in, just out of the sake of argument. Um, I threw Nolan Ryan in at number five because of his intimidation of his ridiculously high-velocity fastball. The dude could hit over 100 miles an hour for decades. He backed people off. Backed people off. He brushed people back. Hit people. Threw at people intentionally at a time when you could really do that. There's a lot of... <laughs> in, in baseball, there's a lot of those unwritten rules, and that's one of them. But what he was so good at doing is his first pitch to you as a batter, 
he'd go high and tight at you. He'd throw at your head. He'd throw it maybe even your, your waist, but he's going to go in on you. So now you're scared. And as his next pitch is, breaking ball, right in the, the heart of the plate. And the, the batter would just freeze because he's seeing that thing drop from 12 to 6, and he's just not prepared because he's like, is this going to come at my head? So oh, yeah. the intimidation factor alone, fantastic. Right. Loved it. So, yeah, I, I respect thought, that. had to throw a, a baseball player in for number one. So I or For that. one of them. For so. one of number five, you say? Bob Gibson was another guy who just loved to back people off the plate. He's like, if you're going to move in on the plate, he's like, well, guess what? This pitch is going to move you off the plate. <laughs> Yeah. So, total respect for that. So, had to throw a baseball player in, threw in uh, Mr. Ryan, the Ryan Express at number five. Okay. Number four. This is the one guy on my list that no one's going to really know except people from back home and people who grew up in the late 80s and early 90s. Chuck Cecil. This was a head-hunting. I, I figured you didn't, didn't, didn't who? know Who? He's actually a <laughs> defensive uh, coach right now for Arizona. All right, go fuck yourself. I'll tell you what, look up his hits. This dude was a fucking... <laughs> That's how I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, ah. Are you going to give me a chance to talk, dick yes. fuck? All right. <laughs> this dude was just an absolute headhunter who leaded with the crown of his heads. He was hitting people illeg- illegally all the time. Actually, there was a Sports Illustrated cover with him. On the, uh, he's on the cover and says, is, this, is he too dangerous for the NFL? Because he, he was... I'm sorry, he's a safety. And any time a receiver comes over the middle, he is just tattooing him. I mean, there was one game, like, I guarantee if you look this up uh, on YouTube, there was one game uh, he was playing for Arizona, and a guy from Washington came over the middle, and I thought he killed him. I was like, wow, I just watched a murder on the field. Like, oh, it my was, God. Like, you, trust me, look up these clips of Chuck Cecil's hits. He was just playing at 100 miles an hour and always leading with his head. This dude, every time they showed... A, um, a a video clip of him, like, during the game, he's got a bloody nose. And I'm like, did the face mask not work? I don't understand. But I, I'm telling you, this dude was fucking crazy. So Chuck throwing him out there. Cecil. He was a Packer for four years. That's how I got to know okay, him. Number 26, yeah. safety. Look up Chuck Cecil's hardest hits. Trust me, there's going to be some you're like, wow. 80s, 90s? Late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Trust me, look these up, and you'll be like, there's no way he'd be allowed to play today. Okay. <laughs> so, so Chuck Cecil. That was my number First four. First time I've heard that name, folks. Check it out. Check it out. Number three, uh, previously mentioned LT. Had to go with the linebacker. I thought about maybe Dick Buckus, maybe. Yeah, Dick Buckus is up there for um, me. Honorable mention for sure. Hey. Uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Um, so we don't have to expand upon that. No, no. Number two, I went with unpredictable because unpredictable is scary. I went with Dennis Rodman as the number oh, two. That's good. I thought of that because that's this a is, good one. This is the same guy who, in during a game, will will headbutt a referee, will yeah. kick a cameraman in the groin, and then during the press conference, will dress and drag. Yes, I mean complete. You that have guy. no idea what you're getting. You're going to get a lot of heart and a lot of passion, and he's going to play at 100 miles an hour. But this motherfucker, you just don't know what you're getting with him. <laughs> so I love that pick, yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Got him at number two. Number one. My number one is going to surprise some people. My number one is point guard Chris Paul. (laughs) What? Let me explain myself. Oh, my God. You ask why Chris Paul. You ask, is it his elusiveness on the court? No. Is it his vision on the court? No. Of all time? It's because he punches people in the nuts on the court. Yes. People, this is documented. Let look this up on YouTube if you would like to. He <laughs> you, I'm not I'm not all lying. time. The scariest thing a player can do is punch somebody in the nuts. This motherfucker did it multiple times. And we're going back all the way to college when he played for Wake Forest. Wake Forest, yeah. He there is videos of I've him multiple video. times. And by the way, just like a scary movie, 
his victims are, are, are random. They're arbitrary. He, it's like Jason uh, Voorhees coming out of the woods. This, this man, uh, Chris Paul, be backing up defensively, eyeing up a player saying, hmm, this guy doesn't have a J, but you know what he does have? A set of nuts I can punch. And he'll punch him in the nuts. I'm telling you, this guy is dangerous, <laughs> fearful. If I were playing in sports today, I, do not, I don't mind being on an ice rink. I don't mind being in a boxing, <laughs> boxing ring. I don't mind being in a diamond for baseball. But I would be fearful if I played on a court with Chris Paul because you know what I got? I got junk that he wants to uppercut <laughs> like Mike Tyson. And I want to protect that. I would be scared shitless. So that to me is the number one scariest player. <laughs> because there's no way. Okay. He's the scariest player, my friend. Of all time. I, I, want, I protect because my Because of junk. that? <laughs> I got a set of nuts that I don't want punched. Forgive me. Oh, Wow. I kind of figured, I I kinda figured you weren't going to expect that. So I was thinking like on the court, like like how Ali they play. Something. Yeah, Muhammad Ali maybe hey. was up there. Hey, uh, most NBA players don't Kobe, wear nut cups. Uh, somebody. I, I knew if I was playing against them, I would wear two. Chris Paul. You heard it here first. Yes, you did. I can't even be serious with that. What the? Look f- it up, people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and with that, that is the list of the top five scariest athletes of all time, in our opinion. <laughs> you may or may not agree with either of our. <laughs> I can't even be serious. <laughs> By the way, we're going out. I- I'm, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna be my wingman. I can find us a target-rich environment. I promise you. Let's go. So, Jason, before we move on, we do have to have a special shout-out for one of our friends. Uh, Matthew Perry. Rest in peace. Friends was always one of my favorite shows. Wait, wait, you ready? <laughs> Had to clap. Always one of my favorite shows. Everyone's favorite Shout out show, Amanda, man. my girlfriend. That's her like comfort show. You know, people have comfort shows. Dude, actually, that's ironic because my uh, my my brother's wife Maria just said she watches it before she goes to bed. Yeah, because it Amanda puts her in did a good, that for, in a good mood. As long as I've known Amanda, she's done that. So, rest in peace to Matthew Perry. R.I.P. My friend and everyone's friend. Jason, it is time we transition now to our favorite topic. Spooky. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't be that fucking guy. Halloween edition. Even though this doesn't have anything I, to do say, with I, Halloween. I'm glad you told me this. <laughs> it's, it's, the release date of this is October 31st, 2023. <laughs> How scary of us. Anyway, we're drinking blood. Yeah. We're drinking blood. Yeah, true blood. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Okay. So, don't be that guy that tells us how to run things. People get real big and bad talking to the bartender like, man, y'all should do this or y'all shouldn't move that there. Or, y'all should move that table. Y'all should put this on the menu. Yeah, I own a restaurant and this is what I do. Well, this is my thing. They'll tell me that or you when we're behind the bar. It but then not, it means nothing to us. When one like, of the owners shows yeah. up, they shrivel up. Yeah, and they're like, they, oh, hey, good to see yeah, you. It's now it's glad handing time. It's yeah. like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> like, it, I get it. I understand. You have ideas. So does everyone. Good for you. Like, that's great. So does everyone in the world. Don't tell us, hey, you really should do this. It's like, that's great, man. It's it's one thing if it's a suggestion. Yeah. But if it's like you're just deliberate about it, like, (laughs) I 
Don't own the place, man. I was just going to say, what can like, I get you to drink? What's frustrating from our standpoint is the fact that you're coming off as if it's our fault that we're not running it this specific way. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I'm trying to say, yeah. basically, is like, I understand people being frustrated about stuff, <laughs> but whatever, man. Just don't be that guy. Don't be that fucking guy. Jason. Mine uh, carries back to uh, one of the places of business I work. Uh, we run a three for one. Uh, so you're getting three beers for the price of one, which is a fantastic fucking deal, no matter where you are in the world. I mean, we're doing this on Bourbon Street, though. So you're getting, like, let's say three beers for the price of one or a triple shot, meaning three ounce pour for the price of a single shot. Anyway, I don't be the guy who gets mad that we're giving you free alcohol. Like, I, I find it, I, I just, there was a couple, what? There, I, I'm telling you this happens. There's a couple people who I'd give them three beers and be like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, is it hard to carry? I'll come with you if you need me to. Like, it's like, oh man, I do not know I was going to get three. And I'm like, well. It's three for one. It's it's the happy hour special, which has been announced through the MC and, and it, everyone is telling, everyone's fucking knows this and it's just a thousand people in the bar ordering three like, it's, it's like oh man i just i, I don't want three uh, shocking by the way here's some shocking news for you you don't have to drink them <laughs> did i just blow your fucking mind i bet i did or make a friend see the hot girl that's next to you at the bar say hey you know what this guy just gave me three beers i can only drink one or two of them would you like another one hey guess what you got a fucking no phone number dick <laughs> but i'm just like yeah I just, I, I find it funny that they're so angry or, or just disappointed. Oh my God, I got to carry these beers. I have to drink all these beers. No, you don't. <laughs> just know you're getting them for the price of one. You fucking clown. I'm sorry. I just, I, I find it funny when well, they get angry. About I this. have a sub point to this. There was an old regular dumbass old man years ago from Andreas that complained multiple times that he had too much food on his plate. <laughs> can't make this shit up yeah he, he ordered a you know <laughs> nice fish dish with it came with sides whatever he'd be like well this is just too much i can't eat all that you expect <laughs> me to eat all this so it's like to your point it's like you you don't have to eat you it all you don't have to eat you it you can split it with your buddy you can bring it home to your wife you can take it home bring it give it to your dog for all i care and, uh, and by the way also blows in, my mind in new orleans on bourbon street you can take those beers no. You can, yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> That's a New Orleans thing. Oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also, by the way, Dick Licks, don't fucking ask me to hold beer on ice for you. Ooh, yeah. I mean, just because you have to think of it from a different perspective. If I do it for you. I have to do it for every other fucking customer. Yeah, and that's a very high volume bar. Yes. So don't ask me, and don't be a dick about it. I'd be like, oh, you're not going to hold the beer for me? Well, no, fuckhead. You also didn't tip me the last three rounds, so I, I apologize for not hooking you up. I think the only time you can get Fuck away ass. with that is the neighborhood bar around the block yeah. that has one person in it at 9 p.m. Technically, it's illegal to hold and the drinks in the And it's just us two, well. and she's like, yeah, I'll hold it for you. Yeah, that's, that's literally totally different, and it's also someone who you've known time. for years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask to do that down there. And don't get pissed off if we don't. It's 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 not going to happen. Go fuck yourself. Fucking idiot. So the point is, don't uh, be that guy. That who, gets mad, who gets mad that he gets free alcohol? <laughs> you fucking child. Jesus. God. Yeah. God. I'm gonna hey, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> so, Jason, what are we throwing back this time? Uh, sticking with the bourbon, my friend. I mean, we were just drinking some blood. I mean, wine. <laughs> It is <laughs> Halloween after all. So I got some Old Forester. It says on the bottle 
This was the first bottled bourbon. It was established in 1870. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if that's I'm not going to fact check this. Yeah. I think it's just good bourbon. It's It's, good bourbon. It's the bottled and bond version, the 1897. Yeah. Yeah. It was passed down from generations. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Do you know anything? No, I just know it's good bourbon. It's good stuff. Old Forrester, if you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Throw It Back <laughs> Podcast, my email, <laughs> throwitbackpod at gmail.com. So, Chris, pop quiz. Since it's Halloween, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, oh, I just honestly, flustered, I flustered you, didn't Halloween I? Halloween is my favorite. The, the OG? The original? Yeah. From the 70s? Yeah, I think the Halloween series. Yeah. Or Final Destination, which oh, I wouldn't even God. put that in the... Those categories, just, it's just you are death. so deprived. It's you have death. I need to introduce movies to you so badly. <laughs> you have no idea. Halloween um, is my favorite Halloween movie, okay. which is the most there's, basic. There's no shame in that, but when you said answer. Final Destination, you just kind of shit on yourself. I just watched four of the five of them this weekend. I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> Everybody dies. <laughs> That's what happens. Wow! Spoiler alert! Spoiler no alert, shit, Chris! Everybody dies. God. All right. I need to. You know what I need to show it's like you? Like the worst ways, though. <laughs> I need to show you. I have to remind myself classics. this is a movie. I need to show you the Lost Boys. That's what I need to show you. Okay. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I have about. no idea what God, you're talking about. God, you're an idiot. Ugh. All right. If let's, you're still with us. <laughs> <laughs> let's throw this back, my friend. We're throwing it back. So tonight, we're drinking Old Forester Bottled in Bond. But whatever you're drinking, throw one back with us, people, and happy Halloween. <laughs> Cheers. Salute. That's a good bourbon. That's a really good bourbon. Wow. I miss you, Dex. We should do another shot. (laughs) I I told you. Dexter will be back next week. Oh, yeah. Dexter. The dog. The animal. (laughs) 